mindful of your thoughts, Anna, can they betray you? Fandom Originals podcast. We are in week three of our Star Wars Theory series. That's the unofficial name I'm calling it. I'm Liz Peru, co-founder of purefandom.com and co-host of another Pure Fandom podcast, Talking TV with Liz and Lindy. And I am joined again today by my wonderful brother, my baby brother, Patrick Pohop. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me back. Of course. And we have a very special guest and where we actually get all our theories from, in addition to Reddit, our father, Jeff. Hello. We call you Pops, so we're going to call you Pops on this. That's fine. That's fine? Okay. Um, as you can tell from that amazing uh, clip of dialogue at the beginning of this, today our topic is, what the hell is the chosen one? Why does it mean, or what does it mean and why is it important? Um, so I first wanted to start off with talking about when we first hear about The Chosen One. So in arguably the worst Star Wars movie ever, Episode 2. <gasps> oh, don't even go there. You yeah, had... it's pretty bad, Liz. I agree with you. Yeah, but Pat actually kind of likes it. There's parts in the movie that I do like. As a true Star Wars fan, you have to appreciate. Oh, Natalie Portman's outfits? Well, that's that's a perk for sure. Oh, my God. The first time you, you see all the Jedi together battling... On Geonosis, you gotta appreciate that. Okay, that is badass. Like, yeah. And the fact that Samuel L. Jackson argued for his own purple lightsaber. Yes. Makes yeah. it even cooler. Yeah, there's some and good his parts. His moves are pretty legit. Yeah. Count, okay. Count Dooku, he's pretty bay too. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm sorry. There's some solid points there. I'm sorry, but you know, we're talking about Hayden Christensen here. Mm-hmm. I mean, the chemistry was off the charts. Like, I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> but. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Well, so The Chosen One, I believe, was first introduced. I mean, of course, they talk about it in Episode One, which we'll get to in a minute. But, you know, um, they believe, some believe that Anakin is the Chosen One because of how he has this, you know, big, I guess, attraction to the Force. And they believe he will one day bring balance to the Force. And because of that, or we were introduced to that because of Liam Neeson, a.k.a. Qui-Gon Jinn, hashtag gone too soon, <laughs> talked about yes, this yeah. Metachlorians bullshit in episode one. Now, Dad, you know a lot about the Chosen One. Do we even need to dive into the Metachlorians, or should we just briefly mention them for the sake of this podcast? Please, no. Okay. <laughs> Said that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, so annoying. I know you have a big problem with the medical yes. <laughs> You know what? Uh, we. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you this, Pat. George Lucas brain fart. <laughs> yeah. totally. Me and, um, we hope you're listening, George. We hope you're listening. <laughs> Me and our other brother, Jack. I think I, I think it was Jack and not you, Pat, that I talked about this with. We were going to buy Dad like a fish. And just call it Metachlorian. But anyways, okay. So if you hear anything about Metachlorians, just ignore it. All right, let's get back to Anakin being the Chosen One. So uh, the Chosen One in its simplest form, not a Metachlorian form, just in what it means, is that it will bring balance to the Force. So it's so in tune with the Force that it can actually 
make sure the dark side just stays where it is and the light side, you know, kind of reigns a little bit. Right? Am I right? Or what exactly does the chosen one mean? Dad, if someone asked you what does the chosen one mean, what were you, what would you say? In short, brings balance to the force. Yes. But without the chosen one, um, the darker side can become too powerful. So it's almost like, you know, I, I'm privy to the theory that uh, the chosen one keeps the dark side at bay. And is it comes out in each era to balance the good and evil of the dark side. And without it, uh, the, dark, the dark side is that much more powerful and it would overtake. So that's why you have a chosen one that comes out in every catastrophe of, of that time era. Um, and I think, you know, I'm a proponent of the chosen one is the same being reincarnated. Yes. Okay. There's a theory going around that that is the case. And I, to me, that sounds like the most sound theory. And it's really interesting, too, because, um, you know, as we go into this further, there's certain things that are that are going around that support that case that are really interesting. It makes for a really good story. So it's kind of like, I want to talk about that next. Pat, I don't know if you heard this. When I was back home, I was talking about this with Dad, and I think you were in Indy. Yes, I the Matrix, I was. The Matrix thing? Yeah, I wasn't around for that. Okay, so it's kind of like, you had a really good way of explaining it, Dad. It's like the Matrix where Neo is reincarnated every time. Be- yes. You know, with the, with the machines and all that stuff, and he doesn't realize it, but he's the chosen one to bring peace, I guess, or balance between the humans and the machines. Right. So some people are saying to your earlier point that Ray may be the chosen one. Right. I I think there's an interesting part in uh, The Force Awakens when they show Ray seeing her Force visions. And they show her, and, and it puzzled me when I saw the movie. I was like, why are they showing her see that? She had nothing to do with that. And it really kind of confused me. But they show her from, like, Darth Vader's vantage point. And this is when she has the vision where she touches the lightsaber right. while she's in, um, what's Lupita Nyong'o's character's name again, Pat? Uh, it escapes me at the moment. Dang it. The big eyes. The big eyes, yeah. yeah big Lupita Nyong'o, <laughs> when she's called down to that little tray thing. Yes. And, um, or not tray, uh, box yeah, with like the lightsaber. Yeah, the little treasure chest or yeah. whatever. And it looks just like the, the chest that uh, Obi-Wan has from A New Hope in his little cottage in the sand, okay? But um, when, when she gets near that and she touches it, she opens it and touches it, and she has those Force visions, she sees the hallway that Darth Vader approaches Luke in Empire, Strikes Back. And I'm just like, whoa, why is that there? Why are they showing that? Why would she be seeing that? Because she is she is the chosen one reincarnated, and she is, I believe, this theory, she is Anakin. So we're going to find out that either Luke is going to address her as his parent in the next movie, or he's going to tell her who she is, and it's going to blow everybody's mind. So are you saying that Ray is hating Christensen? Yes, and I am saying, <laughs> and I am saying that Ray, yeah, in in spirit, in in force spirit, yes. I wish but I'd be I, in Christensen. So how? So you guys tell me, how can uh, a a virgins in the force like they used in, you know, the, the first uh, 
uh, phantom menace when they use that phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, how can she best Ben Solo, okay, Kylo Ren, when she fights him just because he says the word, you need someone to train you in the forest, and then she's like, the forest, the forest. And all of a sudden, she turns into a badass. I'm, I'm Which sorry. was kind of bullshit. That's that's why she is can, though. She is, she's the chosen one. And, and now Luke is going to teach her how to be ridiculously gifted in the Force and you manipulate the Force and lightsaber fighting style, everything, okay? Okay. Just like she, well, I was going to say his father, her, did before. But she, when, when they're reincarnated and they're created, they don't, they may carry on memories and visions, but they don't carry on the training in that new body. So they have to learn it all over again. So it's not like Doctor Who, when he reincarnates, he remembers everything. He just has a different personality and a different face. Like, she doesn't Yeah, she, remember. think about it. It makes sense if you look at it in that respect. The potential to be fantastic or fantastically evil is there. It just meant, it, it, it depends on who mentors them to go forward. That's the, the true genius Whoa. of the theory. So are you saying that you and McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, was not... Wait a minute. I was going to say that he's not a good mentor, but I think he no, was a good mentor. That's why they said he is the greatest and, and quite possibly the best influence in all of Jedi mentoring. Because he mentors Luke. Who okay? will, in turn, and, mentor the Chosen One. And, and he Rick. mentored Anakin, who had Luke. Okay, and now Luke is going to mentor the next Chosen One. It's like this really, really complex but cool cycle. Okay, so Pat, I want to ask you. We don't need another Phantom Menace. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so, wait, wait a minute. We always need another Phantom Menace. Well, we need a Darth Maul spinoff yes, series, I, which they're launching a comic book series. So we, hopefully we, that means he's going to get his own so movie. Cool. We got to so give Pops a shout out, though. He quoted Phantom Menace like three or four times. Most people can't do that. Uh, yeah, you know? good job, Pops. Well done. Dude. There's not a lot of solid one-liners in Phantom Menace at all. You know, so if you can, it's it's impressive. Seriously. Most impressive. Metachlorians. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, Dad! Did He's you just say most impressive? <laughs> Cheese and rice. Okay, but, Liz, what? You said something that really was cool just a second ago, and I want to touch on it one more time. Okay. When, one of you did, mm-hmm. when Ray hugs Princess Leah. Yeah. Uh, when they come together at the end. Yeah. And it, it's almost like a... It's it's almost like and I I felt when I watched that I was like why are they making Ray hug her with if you watch it again you guys watch it she hugs her almost like she's the older parent and Leia is she has this look on her face like you know almost kind of like I'm your parent I wasn't there for you I'm sorry if you watch that now watch it with that in mind and see what you think. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, we'll look for that. I'm going to throw a curveball in here. So we totally forgot that Hayden Christensen becomes a Force ghost. Mm-hmm. All right, they place him in at the end of episode um, six. Which you is know? a huge shit. People love that, by the way. Right. Yeah. So, you know, they put him in there, like the vision or the, like, hologram almost of him. Mm-hmm. So I had a theory before. I still like yours better, I think. You're, you both oh, you mean backs. Return of the Jedi? Yes, yeah. Return of the okay. Jedi. Sure. So I think that um, it'd be interesting if Anakin, if we didn't have this reincarnation thing, if he was still the chosen one because he's a Force ghost, so he can still influence the ro- the world. And 
you don't really see a force ghost until like you've evolved like you know how luke didn't really he just started hearing obi-wan he didn't like see him yet or was visited by him until he was further along in his training kylo ren keeps saying he's like worshiping vader's crushed helmet and he's like grandpa i'm gonna be just like you like oh bless you patrick thank you and all of this stuff and then kylo ren is saying i'm being pulled by the light and he thinks it's his dad but what if it's actually anakin in force ghost form pulling kylo to the light and anakin still is the chosen one by making sure that kylo doesn't go full on dark yeah that's so that's kind of a curveball too that is there's that's the interesting thing about this whole thing is it can be spun off in multiple different directions if that's the case maybe so maybe once uh, the um the you know savior okay the chosen one is summoned then that old um, uh, identity that they had is just passed. Right. And then they go into the new identity of the, because they're born into a new person. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing that would that's going to be so interesting because if it's the case that they don't, then this new the new chosen one is mm-hmm. truly a new person in in themselves. It's a new being. Right. With a new with their own identity. It's not the same. Okay. Or it could be the same, they just don't remember. So, these that are, is very interesting. They, these are all okay. really good theories. These are all really good theories. Uh, listeners, we want to challenge you to pick which theory that you think could be more realistic. Or, if you have a theory of your own, comment in the comments below. And the person with the best theory, we're going to give a smuggler's bounty box full of a bunch of really awesome star wars pop swag legit legit so get your theory hats on okay we're running out of time but before we close out i want to ask you guys would you rather if you had to sit be if you had to sit down and be forced to watch a two-hour film would you rather watch a documentary on the evolution of midichlorians or of um how Anakin and Padme spent their summer um, in those fields that they rolled around in in episode two. Okay, that's a really wait, no, tough wait, question. Wait, no, that's a documentary really on Metachlorians or just an endless, like, GIF. Love story? Love, no, just an endless GIF of Anakin and Padme just rolling around in the fields uh, that they were rolling around in in episode two. I don't know if you have had the pleasure What's option yet. C? <laughs> have you seen the deleted scenes of episode two? Uh, no. They're freaking amazing. So I'm going to go with Anakin and Padme. <laughs> no doubt. Dad? Um, sure. I'm going to plead the fifth. Oh, whatever. I'm going to No, watch. I mean, God, that's a really tough one. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do both. I'm going to go wow. with, uh, I'll go with, uh, you sap. Metachlorians suck. You hate Metachlorians. <laughs> We're totally buying you a fish that's named Metachlorian. All right, everyone. Pops, thank you for being here. Patrick, as always, thank you for being here. You can find more Pure Fandom podcasts on purefandom.com. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at pure underscore fandom. And you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bepurefandom. Until next time, guys. Thanks for being here. No, you always forget. You have to say capes out. Oh, I'm sorry. Gosh, Pat. Capes out. Woo!